Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we are going to talk whatever football we can come up with. We will unfortunately and fortunately talk about the Drew Brees situation. It's a double-edged sword. And we're going to take some live call-ins, and we've got some Q&A through the Twitter. And we've got a special guest with us as well on the Back Row Fantasy Show starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. That'll be right up PJ's alley, actually. Oh, I don't know. I'm curious what you guys are talking about. I was about. talking before the music ended. Welcome it's to the Back right. Row Fantasy Show. I just said Fantasy Show. Yet again, Sean Connery. Sean Connery's here to talk about the Black the Red October. What's he's in another movie? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. The Actually, the I was Rock. trying to say The Rock and, and the Red October. Sean Connery, 007. That was probably a terrible. It was horrible. Terrible. I feel uh, like I feel like you tried to slide in like a hashtag Black Lives Matter there with Red October. Yeah, I and you, started and you to say just, Red. You just you meshed him, and I'm like, just, just let it go. Just let, let it go. go. It was just a Freudian slip. But we are here, and obviously that's part of what's on our minds, but we're not going to come at you. Yeah, with, this isn't the place. The, well, I mean, it, it can be, but we've kind of, it's kind of been done. I, I'm not going to use every episode to consistently preach. There will be some preachy moments, but we're going to talk about some football, and we're just going to have fun, and we're going to try to get our mind off stuff just a little bit tonight because I, I kind of go hard at it most of the day so tonight i just need to enjoy our folks calling in now that being said if you call in and it has something to do go right ahead um we're, we're probably not going to add much to it we're just going to openly listen and just receive you uh, i mean i okay. probably add to it I don't, i'm not all about just receiving i want to give it back whatever you know so and so, so uh anyone catch what episode of revelations we're in now well hold on We've got a guest. No, I'm just curious. Is it like the world's ending, so just oh yeah, that, what yeah, we're, we're revelations we're in. We are screwed. <laughs> it it's is all right. It, it is, is really. We're trying to have a, a good time before this is all over, because I don't know how many. I don't know if we're gonna make it to 200. Yep. Episode 178 or nine is now. I don't know if we're making it to 200, but real quick, Ed Sheeran, everyone. PJ, what? Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran is here. We've got Ed Sheeran in the house. Uh, so um, I, you told me I was Sandman. Yeah, he kind of looks like the Sandman in his outfit. But he, uh, this is PJ. He did the last back row talk show with me. You're probably going to hear a lot more from me and PJ because I just need to to break away and, and, and divvy up my time between football and having a good time. So PJ's here. He doesn't know shit about I, football. I play he, Madden sometimes, man. Like, give me some credit. We're going to be sitting there talking about it. I was like, he's an 84 overall rating with a 92 speed, just so you know. Well, if you can add that kind of thing when Thank we're bringing up players. I wouldn't even like, care. I'd be completely oh, cool I with mean, it. I mean, I'm not that good. 1,000% cool I with know it. some players is like, and I know some teams, you know. It's hey. Double-edged you know, sword. You know players, you know teams. Yeah. I'm cool with it. So we're going to talk tonight. Arms, thankfully, thank God I've got a, a co-host that, that gives a damn asked for some q a questions so we'll probably start with some of that after we do touch on the drew breeze situation warning Even though it's fire right now like warning could burn fingertips off warning you've gotta you've gotta remember we are all a little bit different in this room 
I lean heavily left, although I do not like Joe Biden one bit. I hate politics. I really just Amen, hate Reverend. politics Amen, right now. Reverend. And I hate both sides, to be honest. But as far as like my my leanings, you know, I, I've already came on here live and said I stand with the black community. And I... Uh, who, I mean, who does I, just, I, I can't say anything more than what I've already said until I have a different platform. Because you guys came for football. If you want to call in about something else, feel free. But Drew Brees... He apologized, and his teammates are accept, accepting that apology, and they are accepting him because they, they know him better than we do. I'm, and everything we've seen points to him being a, a wonderful person that just, what did you say earlier, Arms? As, he, as everyone said, he's missed the point. He missed the point. Uh, the, the best thing I saw on the internet this week was uh, a Madden rating and Drew Brees of a 94 overall quarterback or whatever it is, and his awareness was zero. Yeah, that was funny. I about died. I spit my beer out. <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. So, but, th I mean, that, that's the, the issue on it right now. So, I do understand how people view, you know, his issue is with the flag protest. But, yeah, he, I, I it's his opinion. Don't kill him for it. Yeah. But he did miss the point. He missed the point completely. He did. Absolutely missed the point. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of people. And I know veterans that literally are so far left and so far right that one of them are like, you should never disrespect. And the other side's like, I fought for it to be able to disrespect it. Right. You know, so it's, I, I get it. And the, the I, and timing I is the biggest. The timing is, is a bigger issue than... Drew Brees is a human. This is the first time in his career that his timing's been horrible. His ti yes, timing was just awful. But get this guy back in minicamp to work on his timing because he doesn't like. I I get it, and it's um, it's you know it, it gets ingrained to you with you know when families are in military and the the flag is the first thing you look toward, and you look they don't look at the flag as as anything that's oppression related. Um, they look at it as, you know, the uh, powerful and something to be respected. And I get it. That's ingrained to, to him from, you know, three, four years old, probably. I mean, before that, but that's in first memories. You know, we say the Pledge of Allegiance. We, you know, you don't you don't let the flag hit the ground. You fold it a certain way. You put it up, you know, you take it out of the, in the rain, yada, yada, yada. You, whenever someone's had that ingrained and he's got to be, what is he, 40? Yeah. So, yeah. so for 40 years... Like you're 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 gonna kill the guy over a, a ill-timed comment, ill-timed, but and you definitely point missing. But yeah, definitely missed the point. People saying, I know this is the worst name to bring up. Give Kaepernick his job, like dude, this guy's a Hall of Famer. You don't just give Kaepernick his job because he made a, a, a ill-timed comment. Breeze, Very Breeze of, of, is by far one of the best men in the NFL. He is, he and just, his teammates know that, I think. Yes. They're just really disappointed in him. And, and, and hopefully all... As they should be. Hopefully everything, as they should be, and hopefully everything can just get, you know... We fixed. have all made the remark at the wrong time, the wrong place, and everyone looked at us like, what? Now, now here's Reginald from the, the Backroom Network. He does the Raiders I need to come podcast. on your show, Reginald. Reginald's a great dude. He said he has every right to feel the way he does. It's his right... And I and I I don't disagree with that. He does. It was just it was very ill timed to say. It it was just you know it, it's like uh, I, I liken it to and don't take this the wrong way, folks. I just They're liken 100 it. Single take it the wrong way. Boy, oh, it's okay. <laughs> I liken it to a situation I've seen at work. Uh, a girl recently had a baby, and the belly hasn't completely gone away, and people keep asking her when she's due. And it's Ooh. just like, that's just kind of, the timing's awful and it's inappropriate. I get where you come from. Uh, it, obviously, not the same level of bad. 
We get that. Right. It's just the timing and the comment just does not mesh with what's going on. But Reginald is right. I mean, we, you know, he does have the right to feel the way he does. The The bottom line is, is he, he has done a lot for that whole community. His teammates know it. And the fact that he's a good human being means they can fix this. So it looks yes. like they're fixing it. Now, Arms. The guy has literally 20 years in the league. If he was a racist, it would have came out by now. We all know he's like, not. It like was just an insensitive comment. 20 years, and if I'm guessing, badly at, at least 70% of his teammates being of. Absolutely, of, Reg. Of definitely not white, you know, whether it's Hispanic, Samoan, you know, black, whatever it may be. Like, we would know if he was racist by now. Come on. Yeah, maybe. He's not. Yeah. He's not. We know he's not. Let's change. Let's change gears a little bit because we really wanted. To, Sorry, we really wanted to uh, turn the heat way on for the Fox News anchor that stood up for Drew B. Oh. Saying he had every right to say what he said, but this is the same woman who told LeBron James to shut up and dribble. Like, oh, man. oh my God! You know. Um, Sorry, you're gonna to need to mute your uh, headphones for your children. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, like you, where do you? This get is a off? completely different story. This is it's okay for you. It's not okay yeah, for yeah, you. That's not cool. Not cool that's at not all. Cool. Like I, I get like Drew respecting you know his respect for the flag and whatnot. And you, if you grew up in a rural community, you probably also understand that a little deeper than you know uh, people who grow up in a city or uh, around a lot of people who are um left leaning or or what what have you in in a more liberal area but for this woman to say this i just i'm like this didn't really happen like this isn't real life this woman did not the same woman who told lebron to shut up and dribble did not just say drew Brees has the right to say this and and pork man says she needs to shut up pork man she needs she needs to go away she needs she does she needs the biggest I'm sorry. I'm not going to take it there. I was going to say I was going to make a slam on on a, on a current president. I'm not in the mood. I'm not going to go that deep. But she needs someone to tell her you're fired. She needs. A, I mean, <laughs> that sounds like, more like Vince McMahon. She needs Vince McMahon to say you're fired. That's some. That I mean, that's just a shit way of doing it. Now, here's here's the ironic and kind of funny thing. She probably, it, it, probably. I don't. I don't know her at all. Um, may have had God. Uh, may have had okay intentions and in saying no. Well, no, no, no. Hear me out. I got chastised for telling LeBron not to do this, so I'm going to support Drew Brees. Just completely, just oblivious to the fact that it's like, wait, I told a black guy, a black athlete, to not say this, but I'm saying white athletes okay. Damn it! All right, I'm fired. Bye. Just get rid of her. She should be, but she's I, not yet. She yeah. Give I was I was going in a completely different direction after that, and I can't believe I can't remember what direction I was going, but I guess it's irrelevant. I'm kind of excited that this is okay. So the COVID situation has oh, put us gone, right? Well, it's gone. Yeah, sure. Right. I know what I was going to say after this too. But basketball is back in July. I don't know if you watch basketball, PJ. He pretty much just writes soft pop songs. He doesn't know football and sports that well, but he's kind of fun. Soft Ed, pop. Ed Sheeran. Uh, so anyways, just, we got Ed you Sheeran. You wrote that song with uh, Beyonce, right? Good job. All right. Uh, did one with Eminem as well yeah. recently. I think uh, he did, he's done two with Eminem now, actually. I think you're right. But uh, it, it, Did he refer, refer to himself in third person right there? I think so. He? He. Yeah. He. Nice. The great one. Ed Sheeran. Oh, I lost track again. This isn't even fair. Basketball. Basketball's Basketball. back. I really, I find this extremely interesting because they're taking all the teams that were still in the playoff race. 
sending them to Orlando to play eight games, I think, for playoff seating. I love it. I really love it. Like, I listen. Screw I, it. Let's just make this the basketball season for me. Man, I've fallen out of basketball so hard the past few years. The super teams kind of drive me nuts. And I am so excited to watch some basketball. I'm going to stop you right, 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 meow. All right, super teams have been a thing for a really long time. Yeah, but we not just, to the same degree. They, you have Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. Jordan was far and away the best basketball player at his at the time to ever live. Far and away. Oh, at his time. All right. Scotty Pippen guy. was very yeah, close to the second best player in the league. So you got one and let's say no less than five. Mm-hmm. All right. And Dennis Rodman was the best utility guy in the whole league. Like he led one. he led the league in rebounding, I think, something stupid, like nine seasons. But I'm thinking it was like it, five in a row. But I'm thinking at one point the Warriors have Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and what With, Andre Iguodala. I don't know if it was Iguodala. There was yeah, a, they had they had him. But back in like twenty sixteen, the Cavaliers had a really good lineup too. Kyrie Irving, LeBron yeah, James. Oh yeah, yeah, they no, had a Bulls level lineup in my opinion. But like the Warriors, but the it, Warriors drafted the let, seventy two and three or seventy two and nineteen. Let, they let they me, drafted that. Let me say this: like the Bulls back well, then, one free agent mostly had those. Exactly, Reginald. Reginald said they kind of built that team. Exactly. That's what I was getting ready to say. The Bulls had most of those guys in place, whereas like the NBA now, it's like let's go out and sign top tier. For- the, the players go did the to seven, build the super did, teams. Did, it's did the, their choices. Did the seventy two and nine team? It did. Warriors ha- it, did build. It, it did not KD. have KD right. The seventy two and uh, nine team did not. Right. Have KD. Right. Yeah, they did 73 that. Seventy three. That was impressive because it was seventy three. It was basically Clay and Steph and. Okay. Iguodala was still pretty good at and that time. And then just like just random guys like Andrew Bogut, who has done nothing for any other team in history except for them. Right. But, so, no, I mean, I'm excited. Listen, the, the super teams haven't killed it for me. I, 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 they're fun to hate. They're just, so the you've he- been watching a lot of basketball the, the past few years then? Hell no. Just the NBA okay. playoffs. But they're <laughs> the heel. If you like pro wrestling, the, the Warriors are the heel. The team you love to hate, they're the Patriots, a team I love to despise. Yeah, the New York Yankees. You like the Yankees? No. Okay. Well, some people do. Din Carter, he, he loves the Yankees, but it's he not- loves Florida Georgia Line too. <laughs> I mean, but come on. I like the song Up Down. Good for you. Good for you. I like I like anything I can get drunk to. You, you throw some different clothes on those guys, and they're the Imagine Dragons. That's exactly how that works. I I don't think that one was true. Oh, I'll show you the meme I made. You'll know it's true. They look like the Imagine Dragons. They just got to change okay, wardrobes. I thought you meant in like terms of sound. And I, I was put, like, I am I, talking about in terms of sound. Imagine Dragons, first things first, and then Florida Georgia Line, first things first. <laughs> it's that easy. It's that easy. Oh God. That's that's all you got to do. I mean, you you really did you sing that Florida Georgia Line uh, little skiff there again? First things first. Man, you should be in country music. Listen, all you got to do is add that twang to your voice. Most of the country artists are from California. You think they talk like that? <laughs> no. They got backwards hats, tattoos, chains and shit, and they're like, baby, shake that country something for me now. Uh, I am as like small town as it gets. Tattoos are a thing here, so don't. Uh, That's true. I get that. But you look, you look at the Garth Brooks era, and then you look at. All these Twitch streamers that are singing I, country listen, music. I love Garth Brooks, but I, the 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 term Peckerwood was probably made after Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I he's can't the whitest guy that ever walked the face of the earth. I know the most offensive term came from Garth Brooks. 
Chris Gaines. That was horrible. <laughs> That's can, an offensive term. I can't remember Chris what rapper said it, but there was a rapper that came out and said, like, most of these rappers haven't actually lived the lives that their songs are about. And I think it kind of goes, like, with what he's saying. Like, most of these country artists aren't They've not that lived country. that country life. There is a less than 5% chance that Luke Bryan has ever, like, hoed a potato. Right. Or plowed a cornfield. It, it's like casting whatever, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg in Straight out of Compton. It just doesn't work. <laughs> It just does not work. Which he didn't. Depends on the he role. did not live that life. He is zombie land through and through. That's I know, true. But it's such, he's so good at zombie land. He's, yeah, he's excellent. He, was, he also made a hell of a Zuckerberg. He did. That was Jesus a pretty Christ. solid movie. The social Network. What's underrated. up with country rap? Um, Hiccup? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Listen, that shouldn't have like a name. I can't remember <laughs> this guy's name, but I follow him on Up Instagram. Church? No. He's a lot less known, but he is absolutely just. Is it above sports? The talent is I'll be honest, I have heard some that I like, but a lot of it, it just kind of goes along with how I feel about country. I'll like, you you didn't do this, find and this it doesn't sound that great. I'll find this guy's name. Do you guys remember a rap rock combo? It was a, it was a Facebook, I do. It was a Facebook video, and they were in the woods. Mm -hmm. like Colt Ford? Second Chance, I think, is his name. Okay, he's not know. he has not blown up but he should because he's extremely talented i actually I mean, as you can tell by the names i keep throwing out i actually know a lot of these guys the lax i mean there's a, if you give it you love bubba sparks i do love bubba i mean i am bubba I've sparks. Heard some bubba sparks. Like bubba he's, sparks he's pretty good if you listen to a, enough of it like you'll you'll be like yeah, that's not too bad that's not too bad. and then all of a sudden you'll be like Found you, Miss New Booty. Listen, Get I together I, bring it back to me. It's for a, a month or two. For about a month or two. Put a tan on it. Let's see what it do. Sorry, that's probably gonna be our biggest downloaded episode now. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, we're gonna delete it because we don't have rights to that music. I have a habit of diving into stuff that I shouldn't want to watch, but I do. Like Miss New Booty. I could not <laughs> resist a Limp Biscuit live concert the other what? day from 2015. That was a thing? Oh, from, okay. 2015. I thought I missed a live Limp Biscuit. Concert. Oh no, they're still playing. Like That's Fred Durst had a gray beard in this one. It was 2015. He looks like you then, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Was it good? It was. Uh, yeah, it was. Listen, I've seen them live. At, I've seen them live with is, Metallica, and I was dreading watching Limp Biscuit, and I walked out of there after seeing Limp Biscuit, Metallica, Mudvayne, Deftones, Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Corn. No, it ends there. Lincoln okay. Park. And I dreaded watching all those bands except for Metallica, Mudvayne, and Deftones. Deftones sucked. Mudvayne sucked. Metallica's not capable of sucking. They were great. Uh, probably the greatest rock band of all time. But Limp Biscuit stole the show. Really? And I was not looking forward to watching that. I was like, God, I got to yeah. sit through Limp Biscuit. Yeah, break stuff. So hmm. you're not a fan of Lincoln Park at all? Like, not a single song? I won't say that because I actually really enjoyed that pop album they released right before Chester Bennington died because he was probably helping Chris Cornell is it the fund one that a had... uh, child trafficking film. But uh, is the wait, what is conspiracy it... theorist? Oh, a lot of people were saying Chris Cornell was funding a film outing the underground. Oh, sex you, so you need to clarify that because he made it sound like he, they were pedos. So we're no, yeah, no. definitely, no. Kind of definitely did. sounded like <laughs> no, no, it was, no, no. It was just finding how to like kidnap kids and shit. No, the, you know, I like, thought it was like a Jeffrey Epstein situation. Yeah, exactly. By the way, one of these, one real quick, one of these uh, conspiracy theories out there, which is not that much conspiracy theory. I, I think his wife might have. I don't know. So, Chris Cornell was apparently funding a documentary to out the evil folks in this ring, and Chester Bennington was also playing a part, and then they're both dead. 
I actually and I everyone, have heard everyone that, says and I kind of believe that. Actually, everyone says Chris Cornell was as was just perfectly fine with life. So, I've, I've I mean, heard that a lot. Him and Chester both, actually. I heard that Chester uh, kind of started losing it after Chris died, but right. I, I heard that he was very stable with his life at that point. Yep, kind of dive into that back row talk show rabbit hole. We'll yeah, get back we, on we, the football, we <laughs> promise. We're just going to end this, and we're going to the back row talk show. Because no, I, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of black helicopter type things going on and check on your conspiracy theory friends they haven't slept in weeks you're right <laughs> it's very true i've i've chilled out on the conspiracy theory stuff i still look it up but they're I, true now i don't I'm sorry. i don't dive deep i just stay on the surface a little bit but, gotcha but yeah so football have we talked about football yet jesus christ football. i'm sorry this is I'm a football sorry, show fantasy show fans if you like football this is not the place for you today i think you guys could understand that there is not much going on in football land but let's talk about some q a's arms do you have them oh shit no you haven't dialed on. up we're, we're just a mess of a show T, these days T, i've never been on the show burning, um, burning. do you guys get a lot of callers uh, <laughs> no, no, not really actually we, we get, get like some, five, four to five a show yeah. whenever we somebody call in Let's if you're if you're thinking about calling in have at it we'd love to talk to you but uh yeah we we posted some q a stuff and we'll go through that until we get a call usually the ones that call us are the same ones but man last week not even last week it was earlier this week i had a, I had a dude from texas call and it was the best convo and i didn't have Dude my from Texas, mixer please set call up back right. in. He will not shut the f up about this. It was it was just a fun combo. Me and the guy Lord. were laughing, and it was just a, I felt a connection. All right, so felt, I felt a connection Texas like Texas lover farmersonly.com kind oh, of connection. You don't have to be lonely. All right, so ex- expectations of Nikhil Harry. This is from Abo, a longtime listener, uh, heading into season two in the offense. Lost a lot of offseason reps last year due to injury. Any third-year breakouts in which – well, well, we'll hit the Nikhil Harry thing. So what kind of expectations do you have with Nikhil Harry? I I still – I don't think he's going to break out till year three. I don't That's th- my personal opinion, but I do I do think right now is a good time to buy him. I I think that he – I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I, I love Nikhil Harry's talent. I don't think he's going to have a quarterback viable this year to support – like even 800 yards i think his ceiling is like 750 and, and and this is a decent touchdown amber but let's realize that he is like a monster of a man maybe high and high 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 and like his cap is eight touchdowns right um I, his floor is like three so uh and, and provided being healthy of course um don't love Nikhil harry this year but if you are a Nikhil harry truther you're going to have to get him this year because you will not be able to afford him in the offseason. He's going to have an A.J. Brown-type uh, ascension for Price. Yeah. Um, so, next one. Any third? Well, we, we talked about some third-year breakouts uh, in the past. Uh, I'll skip that. Sorry, Abo. I, I, I'm prepared for that one off the top of my head. Do you have any third-year breakouts in mind? I know you're the third-year breakout king. Listen, I, I nobody shares this sentiment with me, but I really think Marquez <laughs> Valdez-Scantling puts it together this year. They did not bring anyone in for Aaron Rodgers to throw to, technically. And I I just think that Marquez Valdez-Scantling is going to end up being much better than anyone gives him credit for. He was terrible in year two. He looked pretty good in year one. And I, I just think he's going to turn it around. I think he's going to push close to 1,000 yards, honestly. And I think he might get double-digit touchdowns. I think he can push for 10 touchdowns i'm going way out on a limb on him everybody already is way off on him like 
hands off completely, but I still like Marquez Valdez Scantling. I wouldn't call it like a take it to the bark bank kind of moment, but I, I believe in him enough to buy shares of him in every league. I've got him in most leagues. Somebody's somebody's going to do something besides Devontae Adams. I mean, so we're talking about, if to correct me if I'm wrong, we're, that's 2018 draft class, right? Right. So DJ Moore, he's already broke out. Good to go. Um, Calvin Ridley, I think it's fair to say he's broke out. Uh, not a full breakout, but I mean, it, but, it's it's him improving on his stats is not going to be a breakout. Yeah, so Cortland Sutton. Yeah, he's broke out. All right. Dante oh, he's broke out. Who'd he sleep with last weekend? Dante Dante Pettis, he's not going to break out. It's not happening. Um, no. Christian Kirk. I don't think that's happening either. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. They've got a, a plethora of talent still. I mean, we did, we weren't high on him, but Hakeem Butler's still there. Uh, my boy from UMass is still there. Uh, I mean, Nook. Finding a, drawing a blank. Nook, uh, is a, uh, Nook, is enough. Nook and Larry Fitzgerald and Kenyon Drake are enough to make sure yeah. that Christian Kirk, I don't think, sees a true I just, breakout. I, yeah, I mean, even if he has an uptick in like his, his overall value, out, a breakout is not the term we're going to be used for. You know, an extra hundred yards and two more touchdowns is not enough to to feel like you're breaking out. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, there's Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. I I don't see it with Nick Foles at quarterback. It's possible. But I, mean, I just don't. Certainly I don't see it with freaking <laughs> Trubisky at quarterback. Yeah, David Montgomery's far more of a breakout candidate than Anthony Miller, in my opinion. I guess. My thought when I said third year breakout, I always go to wide receiver because that that is your thing. Well, I was just putting the detriment on Anthony Miller because I believe in David Montgomery and the Bears are going to be a, a run first team. So getting into the second round of this draft, um, Darius Geis as as a running back, I think there's a good chance as long as he stays healthy. All he has it, to do is stay healthy. And I, that's and I, it. I firmly believe last year towards the end of the year he could have played. I, I think that that was a the season's done. Why risk it? Uh, they were very smart if that was the case. So, two wide receivers that went at 60 and 62, or excuse me, 60 and 61, James Washington. James Washington. You think he has a chance? You think this is uh, the Deontay Johnson show for the number two guy? What do you think? He has a chance. I think he has a chance. Like, Deontay Johnson is probably my favorite player amongst them all because I, Juju's very talented, but him probably walking away from the Steelers is probably going to equate to them not focusing on him as, as much as they should. Mm -hmm. So I do believe Deontay Johnson is one heck of a buy right now if you could still get him at the 2019 price. But uh, James Washington has a chance. If Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy, James Washington absolutely has a chance. I think I'm not buying. but I, it, I, I have James Washington probably everywhere I can have James Washington. Um, and, and once again, just kind of running through the uh, the wide receivers. Let's see. Uh, the next one was uh, DJ Chark. Kind of already broke out. Broke out already. Uh, A year see. early, albeit. All right. And Michael Gallup already broke out. Technically. Uh, Traquan Smith, I think his time has passed. With, uh, yeah, I don't see him as a breakout. They, not they, they brought year. in Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders for a reason, yeah. and they, they had to have not seen enough out of Traquan Smith for him to break out. That, that was a... That was like a, a sleeper darling from that class, and it, I just don't think it's going to work out. So, QT. Cootie of healthy? Absolutely. Deshaun Hamilton. Nope. Nah, Hamilton times over. See, QT, I, 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 I'm not 100% on either. I mean, I, he has every opportunity to be the best receiver on that team. Same thing as guys. Stay healthy, and you yeah, might be able to th break out. There, there we go. So, we, we run into an issue there. A couple of, the, like a running back, Carry on Johnson. Man, I I just think that yeah. the the addition of Swift just 
yeah. kind of f him. It's possible uh, he could break out with another team. It, if they if he gets to move on, mm-hmm. very possible that he breaks out for a different team. I have one one more. Dallas Goddard. Goddard is pretty close to a breakout already, but this is this could be the year he goes full breakout. Yeah. Um, there's one more player that we could talk about. And, and I mean, there's a ton of guys. This is a huge draft class. It's a, it's a great draft class, really. But shaping up to be. Baker Mayfield, the first overall pick in that draft class. I don't think you can say anything breakout about Baker. Do you think that had he, a hell of a first year? I, I know, but I know he's your guy. What does he? He was your guy. Oh yeah. Between rookie, he was your guy rookie years. Both of our guys rookie. Yeah, years. no, no. Yeah, I don't well, deny that. Year one to two, you yep. had him in your top three. You you thought you thought he could get there. You didn't say he was there, but you thought he could get there. Right. Do you think he can get back to that potential Ooh. top ten level? Um, no. I I think I think with Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb, I think he falls outside the the top ten. He's got the weapons to do it, but I don't think they're going to play that kind of game. Honestly. Yep. Um, I do want to say Matthew, Matt, our boy Matty Ice, Matt Bruning said Isaiah Coulter I think beats out Kuti. Possible. That's another sleeper yeah. guy from this. You know, absolutely possible. I don't think so, but I mean, I I don't think he beats him out. I think he he might get in there due to injury. But but yeah, Baker. I listen to Freddie Kitchens was a lot of the problem. So ironically, he was also part of the solution. To get him there in the first place, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, weird. It's, it's just a, a weird dynamic. It's a 50-50, man. It's a 50-50 on Baker. I still think there's no reason to even be thinking about drafting a quarterback anytime soon. Baker's going to figure it out and be fine. Yes. 100%. In my opinion, he's going to be fine. But I, I don't know I don't know if third year he's going to pop off the page. I think he'll improve, but I don't know if he's going to pop off the page. Man, I I feel like he man, keep in mind there were weeks that he was like the thirty third quarterback and there were thirty two teams playing, like he was bad, bad, bad. There was weeks he had negative points. Actually, there was weeks that he finished like quarterback five hundred in the league because he had negative points. So, but I think he can be a top fifteen quarterback this year. What do you think about Bruning's stat line? It's not he didn't include the whole thing, but he said. 35 touchdowns, 14 interceptions for Baker. I think it's like 30-15 myself. But I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Because I paid literally nothing for Baker. I don't know about nothing. Who is drafting Baker in the top, literally in their top 15 quarterbacks? There are 15 better better surefire options. I got an answer. Matt Bruning. Okay. Matthew Cornelius. Bruning. I hope to God that's his middle name. Matthew Cornelius Bruning so, uh, of the M- Macro Brown Show M- and MCB, the Fantasy Football Roundtable. MCB. I, I don't hate that because I 4, do. Forty two hundred yards. I do. I do think he has thirty five touchdown p- potential. Um, this was a this was a kind of a crazy class though because this is the class that had Sony Michelle had Rashad Penny. Um, you know there there was just some some almost misfit guys yeah that they're like oh man we need a first round running back uh, maybe 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 we really don't need a first round running back right. and they don't even use him maddie also said correct on him drafting baker in the top 15 quarterbacks we knew He's that maddie. what are you doing what are you doing with your life bro uh 47 fantasy football leagues that's what he's doing with one his more life. one more okay mike gasecki i love mike gasecki 
Miami didn't boom. Miami didn't add anything weapon wise at a receiving position because Mike Gusecki and Devontae Parker are going to be fine. I love Mike Gusecki. I think he's the breakout kind of happened a little bit at the end of last yes, year. Yes, I agree. Full breakout this year. Full breakout. Top seven tight end, take it to the bar. Break. Was he great? No. No. He had moments of greatness. Though. He finally showed glimpses. What his tiny little hands could do. Of his draft capital. What his tiny little baby nine-inch hands could do. That's yeah, it was pitiful. Like nine and a quarter right here. Right, I think, no, I think it was nine and a half. All right. So How big uh, are those mitts, PJ? That's Come, a pretty big fucking hand, dude. Ed Sheeran, how big are those mitts? Put it up there. Oh, fuck. So, sorry Jeez. for you... For the rest of your life, how do you even being, play acoustic guitar with those? Ed Sheeran? I don't play acoustic guitar. Jeez. I play video games. Pretty sure Ed Sheeran. Plays what are you sometimes doing? The what are you doing with your life, kid? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, with I work your life? a lot, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. Let's see. That um, work sucks. We just record podcasts all day. So uh, <laughs> same guy, Abo. Sorry, I mean we we've, we've got to try try to you know get this into an hour, guys. So throwing out a few. Oh, we don't have to. Sec- second year tight ends. Um, which second year tight end has best season? And, and I think there's what there's three names. There's T.J. Hawkson, Noah Fant, Irv Smith Jr. And I believe the answer is just Noah Fant. Anything after that is uh, is just gosh darn ludicrous. Yeah, Luda. What, but other than that, seriously, is it Irv Smith uh, or, or is it T.J. Hawkson? Because uh, you I, man, you hearted T.J. Hawkson. T.J. Hawkson was you. I y'all love hated hated me. With whenever I took Fant over Hawkinson. Oh, absolutely. And now, Fant looks like the better option because he was. But the weapons added in Denver, I'm not so sure. I mean, it, it, it's again, it's a fifty-fifty Fant versus Hawkins Hawkinson. Last year to me, it was a seventy-five twenty-five, but it's closer to a fifty-fifty. So you're winning that battle at the moment. To me, to me, it's Fant far and away is the second year tight end, no doubt about it. I actually think this year that between Smith, Irv Smith Jr., and uh, T.J. Hawkinson, I think it's Irv Smith Jr. You got hear me out. I, there's a, reasons. A, a second I, there's year reasons. without Diggs. All right. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's your your dynasty option. Right. Um, although it probably is, but I'm not going to tell you with with 100 certainty. I just think that he has the the potential to outperform Hawkinson this year and. Just, as long as Hawkinson has Stafford, I think that's the issue. Hawkinson does, I believe, have elite talent. Stafford hasn't really found himself a tight end that he loves ever. Yeah, that, so, there's a problem. That's possible. Do Do you think Fant can break out with Sutton, Judy, and Gordon there as well? See, that's my problem. I yeah, don't. I do. I don't. I like Fant, but a true breakout with those guys there, I just don't see it in the cards. Drew Locke is still... Okay. A young quarterback. I don't see him taking some magical leap to Baker numbers. Okay. As far as Bruning calls, 4,235 touchdowns. I don't see Drew Locke doing it. It's a little it. steep on the yards. A little steep. A little, a little steep on touchdowns. But, t- so, last year in a um, learning the ropes type of season, he had 40 receptions, 562 yards. Matty, feel free to call him, by the way. And, and three touchdowns, which is not by any stretch of leap, right? Right, but this is a rookie, who's who's switching between bad quarterbacks. I mean, a rookie quarterback and a bad quarterback. Like, to be fair, like his his best games are in the future, or as they should be. Just just to uh, 
to add add some good times to it. Our special superstar guest, Ed Sheeran, what's your thoughts? Does Kanoa Fant become, can he break out with those other players on that team? I mean, it's definitely possible. Um, if you put your mind to anything, you can achieve it. You know what I mean? So it's like. <laughs> so through, through God, all things are possible. Thank I, you. Yeah, that's anything what I was saying. Anything is possible. Oh, God. Anyhow, had to get PJ's take on it. We needed some words out of Ed Sheeran. I, I kind of zoned out PJ. because I'm like, I know a whole bunch of these names. People now, thought you were cardboard cut out up to this point. Right. P, PJ's oh, dude, short I, for I Ed really, Sheeran. I haven't really sat still that much, but. <laughs> they just thought the screen was glitching on your side. You know, eventually, actually, we're going to get to a player, and PJ is going to be like, I know that guy. You said Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers. I know Ben Roethlisberger. Like, I know somebody's like name. Personally, Devon. no. I, but I oh, mean, that's like, great. I, can I know, you get him on the show? Yeah, I'm a pretty good. I'm a big Green Bay fan. So, like, I know Devontae Adams and stuff okay. like that. Okay. 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 So, I've, fair. since I've never been on the show who's, before, who's I don't, the seventh round draft pick from two years ago? Me. What? Me. <laughs> me. Ed Sheeran. ESB, baby. <laughs> um, I've. I don't know if you guys have ever talked about this before, but how do you guys think Joe Burrow is going to do in his first year? I think he's going to break Baker Mayfield's touchdown record. That's what I was. Accurate. I don't know a lot about that kind of stuff, but like, I think he is going to achieve. Like he's going to be very good this year. Good humans are us. That's, that's as what I, advertised is what he's going to as do. advertised, and he's got the weapons. I, and I'm like really rooting for him just because he's he's from 30 minutes from where I live. Like yep. uh, I'm dating a girl from his town. Seven like for her shirt. By dating, he means fornicating with. Well. <laughs> Her mother's probably watching the show, so shut up. No, that probably up. not. My They're girlfriend don't not. even watch this show. <laughs> well, no one watches this show. Anyhow. So. I don't know. You're chatting with some dude on Twitter. Well, yeah. we that, chat. That's we, normal. It's, that, all, that's that's actually, grinder. it's actually Farmer's Own. It's Grinder. Yeah. That or Grinder. Plenty yeah, of somebody fish. heard me talk about Florida Georgia Line. They're like, oh, man. <laughs> yes. All right. So moving on to Daniel. <clears throat> Talked to Dan for like 45 minutes. B League says Daniel. Yeah, so he they uh, don't know each other. But <laughs> Baker or Burrow in twenty twenty, real quick. Burrow, Burrow. I I have to do it. Like as far I, as who I'm, I'm taking I'm in fantasy drafts, I'd like to get Burrow later. As far as like stat lines, I, I mean Baker by a hair. Not by I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not I, laughing. Whenever, whenever, I'm not whenever laughing I say, because I don't listen, think it's possible. I'm laughing just because I love the whenever, way your your conviction. Whenever I say <laughs> no. thirty five is possible, <laughs> no. I don't think it's likely. I do think that 30 is in the realm of possibility for Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is incredibly talented. How fun like, is the Browns-Bengals game going to be? God darn it, there's going to be awesome. There's, there's actually I talent. This podcast and I was going to say, that kind of sound. Yeah, I mean. Um, you want to go? Cardboard there Hero is, says, so you're my boy, Arms, which is harder. Cardboard Hero. I thought I was the Cardboard Hero. What the heck? Oh, we got a real Cardboard Hero oh, out man. there. His name is The Rock. So, Dan asks, can all three Cowboys receivers go for 1,000 yards? No. Nope. Two of them can. Two. Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. No, I'm just joking. It's what? Michael Gallup and Mark Cooper. I'm sorry. I agree with that. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I think I think he's going to be like that six, seven, eight hundred yard guy, and you're not going to be disappointed with what you get out of C.D. Lamb. Stat line, spit it out. Seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. What? <laughs> Awareness. <laughs> All right. What, yes. Why does Bark hate sleeper? Oh, I fucking hate sleeper. All right, that's good enough. That's a great answer. Um, where Can I you... answer that though? Yeah. Um, I the I will tell you why the, the UI is wonky. It, it just when you want to go, you're, you're at, an attract infection. 
Yeah. When you want to go add a guy, it's not as easy as it seems. When you want to trade, it's not as easy as mm-hmm. it's just not streamlined. It's just kind of crap. They're making improvements. Improvements are supposed to be coming out soon. I just don't like it. Let me tell you why I hate sleeper. So I was in a draft last year and I was sorting because it, it, they said it was heavy defensive and we play oh, yeah. heavy defensive. I know the story. Okay. So I sorted and I sorted by the, the best linebacker. Yes. Fantasy fuel. My boy, John Eddie said sleeper sucks. It sucks. Okay. So I, I, I sorted by points linebacker because I'm the, I am the guy who goes first to defense almost every damn time. And I sorted and D Ford was number one. D Ford. And I'm like I'd rather take Tom Ford. And, and I'm just one. like, fuck, I'll just start loading up on like wide receivers. At this point, like I'm not taking D Ford. You guys said it was heavy on defense. I ain't taking D Ford. Nope. So then like a round goes by. What about you? You taking D Ford? Oh definitely all day I would. Okay. Like I'm, I'm just a huge D Ford fan. Like I've been watching him since the start. He's had a huge. I went to his concert once. Anyhow, <laughs> um, so I, I go, I go the next round. I'm like, let me, let me just double check. I'm just going to search like by like uh, defensive end. I don't even remember who the hell the best defensive end was, but according to the scoring, it, they were shit. Okay, so I went with like another wide receiver, and then all of a sudden Darius Leonard comes off the board, and I'm like, why did he? Why did you take Darius Leonard? He was because I sorted it and found Darius Leonard. He was like 60th. Like based on everything he did the previous year. Keep in mind he was in every other damn format. He was the number one overall linebacker by a mile. Oh yeah. And I just felt I just thought they were just jacked up scoring. So and if I don't understand it, you know, you go with offense and just pick what you you know based on stats on defense based on the numbers. And I asked the guy after literally he's like three defense players in. I'm like. Dude, what's going on with the stats? Like, I sorted, and it said this guy was number one, and you're taking, like, the 60th linebacker. He was like, oh, no, you have to sort it this way. Why would it not automatically sort the players based on the how how you have your draft set up, how you have your league set up? In, this is stupid. In the word of Ed Bassmaster. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Would you just look at it? I couldn't agree more. Listen, Bruning said, old heads unite against sleeper. <laughs> no doubt. John Eddy says, preach it arms. So, it's the real. It's the truth. Like, listen, if the battle between sleeper and myfantasyleague.com is, is, is like the battle between Joe Biden and John FK Jr., JFK Jr. I mean, it's just... It's not even fair because sleeper. One of them are dead. I mean, I no, no. We talked about sleeper. it on the talk show last week. One of them is secretly alive. Secretly he's, alive. Yeah, he's secretly alive somewhere. Secretly yeah, alive. Be the best. Well, uh, yeah. I, he, I meant to say JFK, but JFK Junior. Yeah, one that's thing. secretly alive. Either one of them would beat Joe Biden. Anyhow, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Dan also asked, where does Clowney end up versus the best landing spot? Man, I. Pff, pff, man, I don't know. Clowney is like rejecting every offer left and right. So let's just say. The XFL gets purchased by someone. Clowney goes to the Rough Riders and has a career year. Giants, like I, actually, not, I'm immediately pulling that back. Jaguars, he goes to Jaguars. Jaguars, um, and that's also the best landing spot. What's a wire? Ja- what's a jaguar? It's like a jaguar. 
Jaguar. Yeah, it technically is Jaguar. Is that like a sharp wire that you yes. can cut yourself yes. on? Like a he's, jagged wire. I think that's a, yeah, I say that's a jagged wire. He's, jagged wire. he's going to be Yannick's replacement. Pretty sure in Dora they that's said baby Jaguar. It's oh like, my God. Not baby Jaguar. Anyhow, his Spelling next question is, is arm still on the clock? Hold on, let me check. No, I'm not falling for it, Dan. Sorry. No. Sorry. Explain. Uh, we're in a league together, and he kept telling me I was on the clock. And oh, I'm like right. five picks away every time because he's an asshole. On the clock arms. Um, with no Eifert, is Drew Sample still a thing? Or is Drew Sample a thing? No. Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. I, somebody's going to emerge from that tight end room, yeah, and like, I think it's Sample. Like there's, They have three viable receivers. They don't need Sample. Uh, healthy viable receivers? Yes. When, when is highs? Higgins, Boyd, A.J. Green. Tate. Tate. Okay. Four. But four by, by there, there's no, Drew there's, Sample's just not going to be a thing. If, if AJ Green is injured, then you still there, have three. You still no, Drew Sample's not a thing. There's no superstar. There's no Nook. There's no Devontae Adams. There's no there's no Devontae Parker for that. T. Matter. Higgins has superstar potential. Oh God. You, we talked about it. He would have been the number one receiver in how many years of drafts? Star potential, not superstar. Oh, Jesus. What was AJ Green? Superstar. Okay, he's got he's got AJ Green potential. I I'm not know. saying he's AJ know. Green. He's got AJ Green potential. I don't know. All right, folks. And, folks and, still watching? Does T Higgins have superstar potential? Five seconds to answer. All right. So RBC, uh, running back by committee is taking over the NFL. This is uh, Joe Justin, Burrow will make him a superstar. I'm I'm even slightly concerned that touch, uh, Zeke loses touches to Pollard and Cook loses touches to Madison. Nope. If this is true, are we overreacting about crowded backfields in Green Bay, Philly, Detroit, San Fran, etc.? Um, Zeke is not losing touches. Cook is not losing touches. Yes, the running back by committee is overtaking. In my, this is my opinion, but. A bell cow is still a bell cow. A guy who's going to get 80% of the touches still has the value. Yeah. I agree with every damn word you said. I Do you think Green Bay's a, a crowded backfield right now? No. Do you think Philly is? Uh, No. All right. Detroit, no, I, Detroit Miles is. Sanders leads the way. Aaron Jones still leads the way, even if he walks and it becomes A.J. Dillon's job. Uh. Detroit, Detroit is the crowded backfield where you don't know who's going yeah. to emerge, honestly. And it'll probably be Swift. I mean, I'm, I'm a big uh, carry on Johnson fan, but it'll probably be Swift. Yeah, San Fran. Uh, San Fran. It's going to be it's going to be a combination of Coleman and Mostert. I mean, I, I firmly believe that Mostert will probably be the guy that ends up with the most yep. carries. But Tevin Coleman's going to have enough receptions to make them really close in fantasy points. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, just roll a couple a real a great question with Kenyon Drake and Aaron Jones in the same contract situation. Why is Drake hyped way more? Um, because of that crazy high flying potential offense. That's the main number one reason, and because Arizona drafted but what Eno Benjamin and Green Bay drafted AJ Dillon. There's a big difference. You got baby Derrick Henry and Dillon, and Eno Benjamin to me looks like. To me, he looks like a little bit more powerful Kalen Balazs. I'm not that impressed with Eno Benjamin. Gut Punch News says his arm's ever right. The answer to that is, unfortunately, I have to say yes, because he was right on Noah Fant last year, enough to put Fant and Hawkinson on even playing field. I'm really good at tight ends, it seems. He's pretty, he likes the tight end. He likes, he the, likes Kelsey, a good the Kelsey Ascension, Kittle. I mean, yeah. That's he called Kittle way before Kittle broke out. Just so yeah, I gotta say yes. Arms 
Arms is that gut punch? Right sometimes. That gut punch? Gut punch. Right. F off gut, gut punch. Sorry, Ooh. I'm just joking. All right. But He's got connections. He can make you disappear. But between Drake and Drake and Jones. What about Drake and Josh? Josh and Drake. I know Drake and Josh. Boom! I knew it! Okay. 21 years old. He knows Drake and Josh. Josh Peck and Drake Bell, right? Yeah, good job. I know him too. I know him too. Pop so, culture is more my thing. Right. I, I feel like the the people saw the the San Fran game like with, with Drake emerging on the scene in Arizona, and I'm with you. That became what ingrained in everyone's mind. Like this impenetrable defense. All of a sudden, Drake just breaks through. You know, does whatever the hell he wants against him. 110 yards and, and a touchdown. You know, just looks unstoppable. This is where sometimes I'm right because I said Drake is a good running back. <laughs> On a bad team that misuses him. And I absolutely disagreed. Right. I thought he was a bad running back on a bad team. Right. And, and he looked like a bad running back on a bad team. Not when they gave him the chance. When they, you, He's one of those guys that even though he's not exactly built to carry the load like you think of, if they gave it to him 15 to 20 times a game, he produced results. To be fair, he had 10 carries for 40 fair. yards against the Redskins. Anyhow, um, but the last three or four games uh, – Three games in particular were just incredible for Drake. You don't uh, have dark mode on your Twitter? I'm disappointed in you. I don't even know what that is. Huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I'm so old. I don't. I, I don't understand technology. I'm the I'm oldest sorry. one here. Um, but you know, two back-to-back hundred-yard games, and then uh, with uh, in the last three games, he had seven touchdowns. There's there's your hype on Kenyon Drake. Right. The offense looked to click a lot better with him. Um, he has nobody. Uh, in, it's his job now. Yeah, he has nobody in theory to take right. anything away from him. Uh, whereas Aaron Jones most likely at least lose some to AJ Dillon. Right. So, um, the last one in the listener questions I've got: What are the chances of Herbert being above Tua in fantasy? Uh, the, the comment he made is fifty-fifty ru- rushing upside and weapons. Fifty-fifty. Uh, ba- Basically, someone tried off me for Tua for Herbert Plus, and I don't think there's a different fantasy-wise. 50-50. I, I mean, honestly, it, it boils down to the same worry. If if Tua Tagovailoa all of a sudden becomes Iron Man and doesn't miss a game, don't even pretend to think that Justin Herbert can touch it. So I'm going to give a guy a shout-out. His, his uh, user ID is titties are fun. Hmm. Okay. Good Indeed, ID. they are. Good ID. Okay. All right. Um, one of the comments, uh, Travis Robinson, which is at Skins fan Trav, uh, Skins with the Z. If Tua can stay healthy, he's getting a second deal. Um, I'm saying that with confidence before he's even taken pro snap. I I think Tua, if 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 you could tell me that Tua and Joe Burrow were never hurt, and their teams would continuously make sure they had weapons, I think both of them are, have Hall of Fame potential. I agree. Now, Bruning says Herbert has better year than Tua in career. Extremely possible if Tua is an injury the risk. Only but way if he's not, listen, I, Tua is special minus the injuries. Herbert yes. is not special in my opinion. Herbert has all the potential in the world to be good. Like, Tua has every bit of potential to be, what's a good comp? Like, a, a really good quarterback, but not great. Like so, they are the comp. Trent Green. The comp always with uh, Tua is left-handed Drew Brees. All right, that's always the comp. Yeah. So, so Trent Green is probably the the best. You know, Kurt Warner level. 
Well, Kurt Warner was great for, you know, five, six years. I'm trying to think of who Herbert profiles as. I mean, he's... Oh, you're talking about for... I'm sorry. Yeah, for, Her, for, like I'm trying to think of a like a ceiling that Herbert has compared to another quarterback. Ryan Leaf. That's that's awful. <laughs> that is awful. Josh Rosen. That is also awful. Okay. Uh, I, Judge, he, Herbert is... I think Herbert's going to be pretty good. He... Herbert's going to be like Proto- possibly Staffordish good. Okay, so so he's a very prototypical quarterback. Oh yeah, he's a prototypical quarterback. He's oh, yeah, accurate. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's got some rushing ability as well that's not spoke of a lot. But, so but does, I just so don't see. So I don't Burrow. see superstar potential in Herbert. I see good franchise quarterback for the next ten to fifteen year potential, but I don't see Tua or Burrow. Can potential. we call him John Kitna? Like a guy that's just going to be around kind for ten of years. Salty. He's like a high level. I think he's better than John. Like Kittner. a high level Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton played what nine, ten years for the, for the uh, Bengals. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know, I don't think I don't he's got right Hall comp. of Fame potential. I don't know the right comp. Do you think he's got Hall of Fame potential? No. Okay. Tua and Burrow, I think do. Hey, that's where it ends. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's is Jake. Plumber, I thought you were going to say from. Yeah. Should have been cut. <laughs> Bad timing. Should have been cut. Just on the spot. I love Jake. He's, he's got, I love Jake Plumber. I like. I love Jake. Jake from, but he's got tiny hands and bad comments. Shut up, dude. Really bad. Really bad <sighs> messaging skills. That, that girl. Uh, it, it neither here nor there. Get out of here, both of you. Bruning says Herbert has the rushing and an electric arm, ton of zip, absolute cannon. Won the academic Heisman. I don't care about the academic Heisman. Sure, but I don't think he's going to fill the stat sheet or win I a championship. I don't think he's going to be Philip Rivers. No, I don't either. Okay, so we're talking about someone who's like a borderline Hall of Famer. We need to remember this. We need to get a thing going, Bruning. Because he is very high on Herbert. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. I think he's like a high-level Marcus Mariota. High-level Derek Carr. Let's not get carried away. He's no Derek Carr. Uh, high-level David Carr. Okay. Okay. Tim Couchish. Yeah, high-level Tim Couch. Tim, Tim Couch could have been a Hall of Famer if he could have stayed upright. I don't know about Hall of Famer. Yeah, he had potential. Been pretty good. So, so we're saying Justin Herbert is basically Jared Lorenzen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Obviously, that's true. All right, I got one for you. Okay. Carrie Collins. A better Carrie Collins. There we go. Better Th- there's Collins. my comp. That is the best comp I can give you. Right. Because he's someone I think he I think he can be statistically okay. I don't yeah. think he can lead you to a championship. I, I, I think I, he can get you in spots to where you're really pissed off he was your quarterback. I think he's a perennial 28 touchdown, 14 interception guy. That's fair. 4,000 yards. 4,000 yards, 28, 14. Might have a season where he only throws 10. Give him 3,700. Okay. 4,000 is a little steep for me. Okay. Actually, he he probably will be a stat monster. Right. So. Kirk Cousins. No. John John Eddy says Kirk Cousins. No, you get out of here with that. Kirk Cousins is not a superstar. Don't you ever sully Kirk Cousins' names like that? He's not a superstar. Kirk Cousins is not a fucking superstar. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins Herbert, was a, that's fair. Was that's a, fair. But that's his ceiling. That's his ceiling. That's Kirk his, Cousins' that's, that's ceiling. That's the downside. That's his ceiling is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Potentially a top five guy, which is yeah. a great spot to be. Sure. But I don't think he's that. Sure. I, I think that's his ceiling. That's yeah. the best, best case scenario. Kirk Cousins is a franchise quarterback. Yes. Not a superstar. 
not a Hall of Famer. He's a franchise quarterback. You're going to be in good hands with Kirk Cousins. You're not in great hands. Herbert, you're in good hands. You're not in great hands. Okay. You're in May, I'll, I'll Mayhem's hands, not I, the Allstate guys. I personally hands. think that Herbert's a big bust, but when we're talking about potential, I'll give you the Kirk Cousins upside. Now, Bruning says Herbert's ceiling is wince without the injuries. That's not a superstar or Hall would, of Famer. I would much rather have Kirk Cousins than Wentz without the injuries. Me too. And it's and I like Wentz. I think Wentz is good. Yeah, we have Do you one. think Wentz is good? Oh, he's fantastic, man. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Like I said earlier, Excellent if you input. put your mind to anything, you know, you can achieve it. God, so. anything is possible. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Full circle. That's going to wrap it up, I think. That's, that's My brain is melting. Say. No calls. I'm ashamed. No all more of locked you, doors. All of you. What are you getting triggered about, John Eddie? If you're triggered, call in before we get off here. Triggered about what? Please call in. That Carson Wentz is not a Hall of Famer or an All-Star? Wentz was an MVP. I don't, give, I don't believe a damn hold, thing you're hold saying. Hold on a second. Did he, get the, did he get that award? Nick Foles, I thought, got that. No. Nick, Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate that didn't win it. Hmm. Maybe whenever, he got whenever he went down for injury, the, hmm. on a team that uh, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with, sounds to me like uh, the team was just great yeah. that year. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So maybe I, listen. I like Wentz. I really do. I like Wentz. I think I, Wentz I like, without the injuries is a Kirk Cousins like quarterback. Yeah, that's the ceiling. Ceiling, Kirk Cousins. It's a ceiling. You know the you know, this, power right now is like the F Kirk Cousins guys. The Kirk Cousins ceiling is now that the is way we describe guys like Herbert, Wentz, Eli Manning. Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. Get over it. Well, you don't. You can't even deny it. Well, he will, he'll be in first ballot, well, second ballot at worst. Listen, he beat the Patriots two times in my in my book. He's Hall of Famer just for that. Oh, he's he's an Aaron Arms Hall of Famer. So he's BRFS Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Right? Maybe that guy's triggered because of my D Ford comment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just hates hates Ed Sheeran. Is it Sheeran? Sheeran. I don't care. Sheeran. Sheeran. You are Sheeran. old. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to anything new. I it, don't listen to Ed Sheeran, but like I know how to read. Okay. There's two E's. What's two E's in a row say? Okay, how do you she, spell sheer? Sheeran. I guess that's E-A-R, actually. So, you know what? Touche. I'm an idiot. You're effing welcome. Get out of here, Ed Sheeran. I'm illiterate. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing when we can call a superstar guest. Uh, you're lucky I don't sick my bodyguard on you. <laughs> that's right. He is my bodyguard, everybody. Bar, bar, okay. <laughs> you're not going to make you beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Beat your his name is Arms for a reason. Yeah, it's because my dad's last name is Arms. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he, he, my lives up, he lives up to the family name. Let's I mean, just say like, that. look at those things. Yeah, I try, I try not to do that on the show. He lives Couple up to the family cannons. name. He was this close to being born to a beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! I wasn't really going to answer. All right, come on, John. Fine. With the, John la- with the last two minutes of the show, we have Carson Wentz super fan. Apparently, Matthew Bruning. I am not a Wentz super fan. What I, I can't let you trash. I can't let you trash my boy Herbert any longer. Come on, man. Come on, you guys are killing me. We're dude. not trashing him. His ceiling is Kirk Cousins. That's the. But to be fair, that's a top six quarterback. That's a good quarterback. But his floor he is Josh Rosen. Like his floor is Josh Rosen, and you have his to accept that. His floor is Ryan Leaf. I disagree. His floor is like a. I'd say quarterback 
Bottom uh, okay, so we're good. Team. It's just Florida's a quarterback. What is the rest of it? Yes. Yes. I said he's a, he's a volunteer quarterback, too. He's No, he's, look. You Did guys you just say he was a volunteer Marlin? quarterback, too? Is, he, no, he volunteers a tribute. Bottom tier? Okay, bottom okay, tier. okay. Tier. I was about to say, I could see him being a volunteer. Well, Jesus Christ, Bruni, everyone who is a, in a quarterback in the NFL is a bottom tier at worst quarterback, too. Truth. If they have a starting job. Yeah, Nathan Peterman's bottom tier. Yeah, actually, I'll go with an empty spot. Every day, Peterman, I'll take an empty spot. But listen. My only point I was trying to make was you guys were just talking about wins. Real quick on the the Eagles thing. I'll I'll let you guys end this year. That Winston won the MVP because when he got hurt and Nick Foles took him to Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl because of the talent around him. I'm just saying, don't color Joe Burrow and two with those rose colored glasses because of the talent they had around them in college as well. Completely different game coming into the NFL. I will, finally I, has the weapons around him that he never had in college. I will buy what you're saying about uh, Tua and Burrow. And, and on a previous show, we did discuss uh, quarterbacks with NFL-caliber wide receivers typically don't make it in the NFL or vice versa. Like, there, there is one combination, and that is uh, Stafford, Burrow, A.J. Green, that we can recall. Burrow is special. But I th- yeah, I'm on the same page. But I think that this situation, this – this particular year, it happened to be the juggernauts versus the juggernauts for the SEC. And I know they didn't play as SEC championship. I get that. But did they? No, they're in the same side. I don't know. I'm still thinking about Anyhow, how Justin Herbert LSU, just Alabama not Hall of Fame was, was an elite quarterback with elite wide receivers versus an elite quarterback with elite wide receivers and with elite defenses on both sides. It was, the most, it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen um, as far as overall college talent. And I think... There were so many NFL, high-level, all-pro-level guys that played in that game. It's it's going to blow your mind whenever you look back on it in history. I'm going to break it down for you, and then I'll let you have the floor for a second. Go ahead. So, Tua and Burrow could potentially wear, be wearing gold jackets at the end of their career. Herbert will be right beside them wearing the Charlotte Hornets starter jackets from the 90s. Those are sweet, though. It's it's not disrespectful. It is the coolest jacket that was in the 90s, the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's not a gold jacket. Whenever Joe Burrow and uh, and Tua are putting on their Hall of Fame jackets, Herbert's still going to be floating around the league as someone's backup. Yes. He's, he's going to be that locker room guy. Yeah, he's going to be Vinny Testaverde. There we go. I like where your head's at. Yeah. You go hate, ahead, Brian. Do, do you hate us uh, yet? So I will say that I agree with you on what you were saying about. Thank the, you. That's the, it for the back row fantasy shit. On the Titans part of it, in, in the SEC and everything, you're right. My only thing that I'm trying to say for Herbert is if he had the talent around him that Tua and Burrow did, I guarantee you he would have put up the numbers that those guys did. He did not have any kind of talent around him. I, I don't There's think it's about numbers. Offense. I don't think it's about numbers. I, I think Tua is probably one of the most special throwers that we've ever seen out, come out of college. Agreed. Burrow's one of the most special moxie guys that have come out of college football. Like, this guy understands defenses. He understands where to go with the ball. And he's got a, a fiery, you know, a, just a burning in his chest to be successful that you can't match. Tua can't even match Burrow's, like, will to succeed, in my opinion. And Justin Herbert is not fiery. He's not an outspoken leader. 
He's he's good. He's got the tools, and he's going to be a good quarterback, but he doesn't have any single one thing besides size and arm strength that makes him special. And if there's one thing in the NFL that doesn't translate to Hall of Fame, it's Jamarcus Jamarcus Russell level size and arm strength. And that's all I got to say about that! So so let me ask you a serious question. All right. Sorry, guys. So there there was a, a legitimate argument that from a like size and technicality standpoint that Josh Rosen was the best overall quarterback in his draft class. Am I wrong? Hulk Hogan time. Bruning? Yeah. So, no, that was right. Okay. So whenever Rosen left Arizona and went to Miami, did he show that he yeah. had passion and he showed that he was he was humbled and ready to learn, right? As a Dolphin saying. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Okay. okay. So the no, th- the things the things that we thought he lacked, we it, it appeared that he got back. Okay. That is Justin Herbert in the Rose Bowl. The okay. things that we thought he lacked for basically, the, in my opinion, up to that point, like I'm like, man, yeah. it looks like he really got it, got what I wanted to see, and that's that fire, that's that ability to come from behind, that's the the leadership. But then. It's it's once, and it happened right. once or twice over three or four years, and it, it's just a disappointment. You understand if Bruning nails this, we have to retire, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anyway. Look, I'll, I'll say this last thing. I, I'm not disagreeing with you guys. One thing I'll say about Burrow, I, I'm 100% with you guys on Burrow. I'm not trying to, to take him down. So we do, we, know, we know. You hate Burrow. We got he, it. He, <laughs> yeah, he's the best – He's the best anticipation thrower in this class. He throws the ball before the wide receiver's there, right on the money. I love Burrow. The one thing I'll say about Tua, I like Tua. It's not hard to hit a wide-open wide receiver. I'm just saying. Uh, agreed. When your wide receivers are as good as they are and as wide-open as they are, he made some good throws. I'll give him that. But there weren't quite as many if you watch a tape as Herbert made. I was going to bring up the Wisconsin game, so I'm glad you brought that up. The other thing I will say, I know everybody loves to throw the dirt on Herbert about not being this fiery leader. Neither was Kurt oh, yeah, Warner, neither was Eli Manning. If you talk and read the interviews of his teammates, they paint a completely different story than what the media paints of Justin Herbert. You, I know you guys are big fans of Stoops. Talk to Stoops about what he saw during the Senior Bowl week and the guy that he was there behind the scenes that nobody talks about. The media paints one image of Herbert that other people in the locker room and around the Oregon team do not paint it in. That's all I'm saying. I don't doubt don't that. Don't bury the guy because people think that he's not a fiery leader. You don't have to be a fiery leader You're if right. you lead by example the You're way right. that he is, and he can win. To and be again, fair, I will say. To be fair, to be fair, we didn't bury him. He's Kirk Cousins' yeah. level ceiling. Yes, I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. I, I got you. I was just I, I'm low on him. I'm low on him, but also when we're talking about throwing to wide open wide receivers, uh, Patrick Mahomes does a great job of that too. Right, I and mean, he's, seems he's like everyone's wide open. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you were just saying, you know, well, like yeah. with Tua throwing wide open guys, Mahomes throws that to wide open guys a lot too. I'll end my thoughts with this: I think that Justin Herbert was the right pick at exactly where he went to exact the exact team that he went to. I think they made the right pick because I think that he's going to be their franchise quarterback for a very long time. I just don't see the one characteristic that makes him elite. Here I Jack oh, of all trades, master of none. He was the rightest 
for me of the picks left of the quarterbacks Ooh, left. That, that's that's exactly what I. I don't want to say yeah. he's the right pick, but he was the rightest, and they needed a quarterback. That that's my opinion. I'll, it's going to work out. I don't I don't know if it I works need, out. But I'm, I'm not a big fan. But I'll end it. I'll end it on this because of my love for Herbert. This is a big step for me. I almost I shouldn't say almost. I'm going to go full in on it. I guarantee you. Herbert wins the Super Bowl before Tua based on his skill and the team he has around him. And if he doesn't, I will get myself a Miami Dolphins tattoo just for you. You need it. You need one because Justin Herbert will not win a Super Bowl. I can't argue that because I don't think either win a Super Bowl because I don't think my – I agree. Like, I love my Dolphins. I think Brian Flores is the guy. I think that Tua is 50-50. I just, I really do. If he's healthy, I'm happy. If he's not, I, you know, I was, I'm upset. I would have rather had if if two is going to have a career where he only plays half the games that he could have played. I'd rather have Herbert. That's fair, but I don't think I don't think either team goes to a Super Bowl. Well, I guess I won't get a tattoo, but that, that's my bet. But if Justin so, Herbert so, wins a Super Bowl, I will get a small lightning bolt somewhere on my body. So, I love it. so, I love so, it. so, what we're saying is, if neither win a Super Bowl, neither of them get a tattoo. Maybe they if should they, both get the respective were, tattoo. I think a little yeah, dolphin they, would look really cute on Burning's neck. <laughs> I like it. Like I right have here. one actually. Nah, I've got a little tramp stamp dolphin. I was gonna say you should get a tramp stamp. Part of my back, so. <laughs> please <laughs> tell me your gym. Please, please send us a picture. Actually, <laughs> damn it, I, have, I'll I do. It, I'll, I'll send it to the account. I have a friend that has a tramp stamp. I, I, I oh, shit you not. And by friend, I mean. Man friend, my friend Derek Sickles. Matt, <laughs> he Matt, has, Matt he Simmons has, also he has, has a, a tramp stamp. And uh, yeah, high school with. it's tempting to put it to him, but <laughs> uh, anyways, it's the show is over. And uh, Matt, thanks for calling in. Thanks for the fiery combo. Listen, we're all wrong, we're all we're all right and we're all wrong as of right now. I'm really curious. Wait, you guys have been wrong. Yeah, yeah, I sure have. But uh, we're we're gonna have, have to figure something out with Bruning and. And and do some kind of a of a bet of some kind. I like I first like, a first like season the, bet. I like the something length. That pays I kind of hope Tua wins the Super Bowl this year. That ain't happening. Like I just like I I, I just became the world's biggest Dolphins fan past my Raiders. Like I want to see Matt Bruning get a freaking tramp stamp of the Dolphins. That would be fun. yeah. It'll you know I won't. It'll end my marriage. And I don't even have a tattoo. So for that to be the first thing I put on my body is going to be embarrassing. But you know what? I'm all in on my boy Herbert. Very respectable. You just threw out the he- most hedged bet of all time. You're like, he's got to win one before. So when neither one of them win, or one of them win as a backup on another team, like two is going to be well, two. Two is going to be a, a coach in like nine or, or excuse me, 2078, and win a Super Bowl with a head coach. And Barker's going to be like, "Hey, Bruni, remember yeah, that exactly. time? I want to do the tattoo no, myself." Think- if they both retire without winning one, I'll still get a Dolphins one. I believe that much in Herbert, that he's going to do something. Wow. Well, very respectable. He's going to be a stud. Go hard at it, brother. Go hard at it. Absolutely. Well, Burning, thanks. Ed Sheeran, thanks for taking time out of your Ed busy Sheeran. tour schedule. He's got the biggest tour of all time, by the way. Ed I Sheeran do. does. Yeah. Nice yep. I'm touring with uh, Eminem. Next I mean, week. it took him like seven years to, to, become, to beat the Rolling Stones, but he does have the biggest tour income of all time. Burning, we love you. Can't wait to see that tramp stamp. Arms. It's so good to have you back. We're uh, yeah, we're out. That's it, Drew Brees. No more about that. Peace out, folks. Good night.
This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.